<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like uh, breathing in through you my can't nose. Start with that noise. Okay. Oh my god. Cut it out. Welcome. I'm not gonna cut it. I'm gonna leave it in there, bro. That's how you want to start the show. Now you're stretching, stretching your neck. Out. <laughs> Getting ready. Welcome to the Rob Bailey Show. Uh, we should just change the name to the Rob Bailey and his friend Austin Show. <laughs> um, today's show is brought to you by. The best meal prep service in the world, Trifecta. Um, they feed me, and it's awesome. They've fed you before. I've been fed before by yeah. Trifecta. You're, you're, a, you're a non-affiliated uh, individual, know. and you still enjoyed it. Who'd have thought? Mm-hmm. Um, Trifecta is a fantastic company. They simplify your life so much, and they just keep you on diet. You don't need to buy every single meal from them, but as long as you have a few meals floating around, like today... I forgot to prep my food. So either one, I starve and make really strange decisions, or I'm like, oh wait, I have that extra trifecta meal that I eat. I'll just eat that right now. So super convenient. Thank you, trifecta. Why are you taking my photo right now? I'm just, you know how I do it. You take creepy photos of me when no, I'm not I did, No, I, I'm not trying to hide it. You see that I'm taking a photo. It's weird though. I'm trying to focus and talk about our Sorry, wonderful sponsors. Keep going. Uh, other sponsors are flag nor fail our apparel line we're in the building uh we're doing big things go check them out that's all i want to say easy enough yeah that's all i want to say for sponsors um what's the name the dude that sent me the fucking the holsters oh fanning tactical fanning tactical i'll throw him in there oh damn dude those holsters are dope yeah, I've actually started carrying my gun. So yeah, if you, I saw that. If you have any I ideas. I saw that. Austin, so <laughs> yeah. So I carry. Austin does not carry. No, I've and always been uncomfortable. You've been very uncomfortable because it's not secure. But now that the weapon is secure, you're like, I am totally comfortable. Um, Fanning Tactical, the way we're doing sponsorships, now first of all, is... We are starting the conversation. If the conversation makes sense, we continue it. We check out your product and see if it makes sense. Fanning Tactical, we haven't even like continued the conversation with him mm-hmm. to like talk about like this is what it means to have a sponsorship. I just started using his holster and I carry it every single day and it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, he sent me one for my Glock and one for my SIG and dude, they're great. So... We'll give him a little sponsorship plug prior to even having that. Yeah, see how that works? You know, fuck the stupid sponsorship thing. Let's just talk about people that have cool stuff. Yeah, I like that idea. All right. I, uh, you know why I started carrying is because I've been getting to the warehouse early. Don't and tell people what time you get here. They're gonna no, I, the if you notice, the last couple of days I stopped posting the exact time. But I get here early and I was like, I'm going to have to d- defend myself maybe one day. Because I saw my reflection in the glass in your office. And I was like, that person looks like me and they're about to attack me. But it was, <laughs> it was really just, it was really just me coming back from the bathroom. Wait, so. you got scared by yourself? By my reflection from your glass. So like I made the turn down the hallway and saw my reflection in your door. And I was like, first I was like, damn, that dude's fucking hot as shit. And then. So you initially thought you're going to have no, sex with the guy. I originally and you're like, man, thought, man, that man is so hot. I was like, who's that attractive young man at the other end of the hallway? And I was like, oh, that's myself. I'm about to have to fight myself. And then I realized that it just was my reflection. So and then you're like, you know what I need tomorrow to defend myself against that reflection? Yeah. A piece. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm glad you're prepared, my friend. I try to be. And now know. with all the crime in the valley. What crime? The crime. I got a call from the oh, sheriff yeah. the other day. That was a weird one. 
Yeah, so I got a call from the sheriff's office, and uh, they were like, we're looking for Robert Bailey. This is the sheriff. And normally when they say that, I'm like, uh, fuck, I should pretend like I'm not Robert Bailey. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's me. What's up, bud? Because I didn't do anything wrong. I'm like a full-grown adult now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, do you own the property at blah, 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 blah? And I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe. I own a lot of properties. Like, not, not even trying to be call? like a flexy dick. I'm just yeah. not sure all the addresses of the properties I own, which sounds mm. cool to say. Pretty proud of myself yeah. there. Maybe I should be more organized. Maybe I just have too many properties. <laughs> I'll put that on a shirt. I have too many properties? Mm-hmm. Property everything.com. That's an interesting. Yeah. Th- keep thinking that through before we put that <laughs> out there. Uh, I still own crasheverything.com in case we need that. We should use that soon. Make a sleep formula. Just call it crash everything. Or it could be like tied to the market. <clears throat> Stock market. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll keep that in the back pocket. Oh, we could be like the new Reddit, subreddit. What's that thing? Wall Street bets? I don't know. So, yeah, we'll be in the new Wall Street so bets. So, what happened with the thing? Because I didn't hear the ending. Okay, so there was a stolen car in mm-hmm. Whitefish. Apparently, there's people actually stealing stuff now. Like, we have non... I don't know if they're... I don't know what they are. So, it's either... My hypothesis Ooh. is... It's Montanans that are now frustrated with all the new people moving in. What were the plates? What were the tags on the car? Do you know? Don't know. Huh. That'd be interesting. Or it's new people moving in. Being assholes. Being assholes. So it's one or the other. I like the first one. It's the locals fighting back against the new people. Yeah. It's just a much better like story arc for like a movie. All right. So we'll go with that. The locals are now stealing cars. Yeah. Fresno tag. So he was like, I'm taking yeah, this Prius. Fresno. What's a Fresno tag? Fresno. Isn't that a city? Yeah, but you don't have tags based on cities. You're right. So like, you didn't have like a Philadelphia tag. You know, ever. now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. You don't have like a white. Actually, plot twist, there are whitefish tags. Really? Yeah, dude. So if you have a seven in front on the blue license plate, that means you're from the Flathead Valley. Really? Yeah, that's I what that's what my that's what is. that seven means. Huh? You probably got one of those fancy tags. Though. So anyway, he called me and he was like, "Someone stole a car, and they ditched it on my property, and they, you know, that red barn. Oh, that red barn that I've got. See, <laughs> mine starts with a seven. Yeah, that's because you're from Flathead. You know. Uh-huh. So, um, the barn, the barn, and they 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 stole the <laughs> car because they had the key fob inside the car because nobody locks their doors. Mm-hmm. And they hid it over by the barn and they took pieces of the roof and covered it up to hide it. Drew said it was like hidden really good. Yeah, Drew said if OnStar had not found it, um, it would have been there for three years. Crazy. And then the, the, the officer said that there was personal goods inside the shed. Hmm. Which I was like, I don't know what that means, but you can have all that stuff because <laughs> that place should be empty. Was that anything good? I don't know. I didn't go there, bro. Yeah, it would have only... The car I don't want to only... be involved in this crime spree. Yeah, but if you would have gotten involved, we could have wrote a really cool movie around it. A mo- the movie would have been like, I went to the shed and there was stuff in it. The movie would be that after all these years, I finally convinced you to build an outdoor driving range uh-huh. that stays open in the winter and it's okay. heated with light. And we go there to break ground and there's this car and this shed... And someone's living in there from Fresno. Okay. And it, the car belongs to... Robert Downey Jr. Who is the butler oh, for Bruce God. Wayne, who's Denzel this. Washington. Yeah. So Denzel Washington's butler is Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Correct. 
Nailed it. You're doing good. Okay. But no one knows because he's right now he's just a butler. So maybe mm. he's retired because he's old. Maybe he's back on drugs. <laughs> right? He just got out of prison Robert for the Downey. second time, yeah. the third time, whatever. And he's the butler for Denzel Washington. And then the Joker. Who do who was the Joker played by? I forget. That little guy. Who? Oh, Hezbollah. No, not Hezbollah. All right, <laughs> cool. T- tap him in. No, um, no, he's the little guy. You know, the funny little guy. Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. He's the Joker. He's the one who stole the car. Hezbollah is so much better. Yeah, you're right. Wow, man, we are going to crush in Hollywood. What is this? Me. Yeah, if there's any screenplay writers out there that want to uh, direct. DM, or, DM Austin yeah. on Instagram. And we'll <laughs> sign it up. What is this episode about? It's over now. That's what it was about. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk to you next time. That's nine minutes of gold. Oh, God. Just joking. Uh, no, so we're working on a really fun project, you and I. You want to explain it? Or do you want to explain it? Oh, that could be interesting. It's a project that has been in your head and on paper, or not on paper, but floating around for, I mean... At least before we moved, yeah, so it originally been, started. There's been a big evolution to this. I wish I had notes written out right now. I think it's better without notes. You think so? Because then it feels more like a conversation. It feels more. But real. I'm gonna like forget things. Uh, that's what I'm here. I'm for. gonna say curse words. That's fine. Uh, I'll gonna, help you. I'm gonna offend people. Always. That's oh the option, God. isn't I it? I listened to a podcast today, bro, and they did three introductions explaining that the guest. They said, "Please just bear with us. He's a very offensive." Don't get turned off by him. Like he has some oh, really? really good things to what, say. What? You can tell me later. What I'll tell you later. It was so good. It's so good. Really? Oh my god. I was in the. Sauna. I'll send it to you. My phone keeps overheating in the sauna. I'm gonna write a report to the uh, manager of the gym here. It's too hot in there. That's me. Yeah. Well. So my, just don't. My phone keeps. Don't turn it to ten. Yeah, but. But what? You want it to be maximum, no? Yeah. So if you're saying if you keep it under ten, your phone won't overheat. Yeah, because the the temperature really? won't be as hot. Like if you want the if you want the sauna at one forty. Yeah. I'm the manager of the gym, by the way. I would like to revoke. No, I won't. Revoke. Your I membership. would like a free month on my membership. You don't pay anything anyway. You're right. Um, I would like uh, a belt squat. <laughs> you son of a bitch Sorry. so conveniently i do have an assistant now so if you do want a belt squat you tell me and instead of it just vanishing in my head <laughs> uh, i tell sammy and then she'll order one i don't think we have room for a belt squat we have room bro we'll start knocking we'll knock a wall out yeah we'll knock into the podcast room we'll put the belt squat in here oh, all right so the this idea is a shared wall isn't it yeah it's a shared wall dog we'll just oh. kick through it you know karate you've been studying karate your whole life I have. Or get that gun you have now. I shoot through the wall. Yeah. I wanted to do an office pop the other day. In the office. No, because you shoot yeah. a hole and then we'll have a leak in the roof. Out back, maybe. Dirt pop in the dirt. Okay, hill. that's fine. As long as you're outside the building, you can shoot whatever you want. Don't shoot the septic tank. Really? Don't shoot any of the buildings. What are these rules? Because these All should right, be written so down So where can somewhere. you shoot guns on the property? In the dirt pile out back, right? Yeah, if you go to the back parking lot, shoot okay. wherever you want. Just don't shoot towards the houses or anything like that. Be responsible. When this episode comes out, I'm going to get a video of me shooting at the dirt pile. And then overlay this audio. When the what comes out? This episode. This episode. Uh huh. So next. Say this episode. This episode. Say, what? Say it three times fast. This episode, this episode, this episode. <laughs> what am I saying? All right. So the new project, guys, we're just wasting everyone's time right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, go ahead. Okay? Sorry. This is a serious podcast. I'm going to be a mentor any minute now. <laughs>
All right, so long story short, short story long. Um, for a long time, we've been trying to think about, um, I go back and forth between all of the knowledge that I have in my head and how to get that out and how to help people, right? So I started answering questions online, I started doing that, and I never really felt qualified to do these mentorship programs like everyone else does. I mean, prior to that, we were doing camps and like... Well, yeah, yeah. so we've done it. We've yeah. done versions of it. But the new, the new the model new, yep. where you like sign up and you're part of this online community and watching Dana do it for DLB Daily has made me realize a lot of things. Like, yeah, people want this knowledge. You know, mm -hmm. they want to connect directly with you. And I get the question, bro, I get like 10 DMs a day of people being like, will you mentor me? Will you mentor me? What will it cost? What will it cost? Yeah. And I have no desire to, film, to form like individual little relationships with all these people and try to manage that because I can't even like text my mom back, right? Uh -huh. So I'm trying to think how to do it. And I started talking to some people and I started talking to Sean Whalen, who, um, if you guys don't know him, he owns the Lion's Den mm -hmm. and very successful. He's crushing it. Um, and when he and I talk business, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I always feel like people are going to outperform me in business, right? Like even I had a conversation with Keaton last night. Keaton's very successful in many businesses. You know, he has uh, plastic surgery, dental, like all these mm -hmm. different things. And even my conversation last night, I was like, oh no, I'm like really smart. Like it's in there. I just need to get it out and figure out how to package it. So whenever I feel disorganized in life or anything, I always sort of go back to uh, this recipe per se. Like I always center myself back on the same recipe mm -hmm. and you know, obviously like fuck you kill everything is like my, it's my spur of the moment, like snap myself back into it. It's like, it's, it's like a slap in the face. Right. But that's not what I use to plan. Like when I'm about to plan right. my next year, I'm not like, Oh fuck you kill everything. And I just run through the wall like an idiot. No, I sit down and I plan and I think about things until it becomes very clear and then I calculate a plan and then I viciously attack it. So I've always done this. We've always had, I've always done the clear, calculated and vicious. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about doing the mentorship program. We've talked about doing some of those things. And a little while ago I started taking mentorship calls and I didn't even realize like, oh, I do have answers. Yeah. I get it. Now there's a lot of things I don't understand. And I think what I've never liked about the mentorship programs is they almost like, if they don't understand, they like make it up, mm -hmm. you know, or they like change the subject or whatever. I have zero issue. Like if you guys have seen my YouTube videos or anything, if I don't know what's going on, I have zero issue saying, I have no idea what we're talking about right now. Like, yeah. like a lot of tax loopholes or tax strategies or even the way you do things, like, I'm like, I just do what's in my heart, mm -hmm. you know, and that might be wrong, but I know it's the safe play and that's what I should be doing right now because I'm not educated in that. Mm -hmm. And I have zero issue saying that. And the more that I see the world progressing, and I'm not going to get political here, but the, the more I see the world progressing, the more it seems like people are obsessed and worried about losing freedom. Yeah. Now with the problem, right? So I've identified the problem. The problem is people are, are, are they, they don't know what to do right now. There's a lot of confusion. Um, and I don't have all the answers, but I have a good amount of fucking answers, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what I'm essentially dedicated my life to, which is chasing freedom for me 
and people around me mm. and forming systems and forming plans that are going to protect myself and everyone around me mm. the best that it can. So talking back and forth about all this and realizing that like, no, you know what? It's been enough time and I do have the answers and I want to start a mentorship program. So the other day we sat down and started from the beginning, you know, like what is the foundation? What is the questions you ask yourself? What do we need to establish? What's all of these different things. And then we decided, you know, the second part of it, the third part, the conclusion, and we started to put together this full package. And I was like, yeah, this is what I do. This is how I figure out life. This is how I assemble my vision board. Like this is all these different traits that to me, they're just in my head yeah. and I've been doing them. You know, I do them because mm -hmm. I come in your office every morning, like a maniac. And instead we just wrote it down and packaged it to try to figure out how to help people. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to launch the program. It's called clear, calculated and vicious. It's yep. a little long. <laughs> it's a little lengthy. It's a little lengthy. Every time I write it out, I'm like, is this the domain clear, <laughs> calculated and vicious? And I'm like, Ooh, fuck. I spelled calculated wrong. It's tough one. But, um, essentially that's what it is. I mean, and in a nutshell, like if you don't want to sign up for the program, that's fine. I'll just, give you a brief overview of what it is. Um, when you're doing something right, like if we go outside in the parking lot, Austin, mm -hmm. and I say run, unless I'm like threatening you, you don't know where to run to. And yeah. you're like, wait, should I stretch first? My first thought would be like, I'll rip my hamstring. And yeah. You're, am I wearing the right shoes? Mm -hmm. Like what, what do you mean run? Yeah. Right? Why? Why? <laughs> you have so many questions. Uh -huh. <laughs> I should have this. I should have done this live. I should have been like, all right, run uh -huh. and you would have been like whoa what? i don't understand yeah um and then i'm like oh, so you don't know what to do so maybe you start jogging maybe you start walking maybe you're like bro fuck you and go back inside mm -hmm. but if i explain to you why we're running you know hey man we're gonna warm up we're gonna whatever so if we if we become very clear about the goal and we come of uh, the direction so i say hey we're running to the dumpster now it's very clear why we're running now you're aware that, okay, it's 50 yards. This is how much effort I need to put out to go those 50 yards. It becomes very clear what the goal is. Next, we need to calculate how to accomplish that the best. Right. So obviously this is a little bit silly, but you're like, hey, can I do it in these shoes? Should I take my shoes off? Do I need to tie my shoes? Mm. So it's like, yes, these are the correct shoes. Cool, I can tighten them because I know I'm going to sprint. Um, hey, it's not going to take that long so I can keep my sweatshirt on, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Wh whatever you do to calculate or, hey, as I run there, I'm going to make sure that none of the other employees run me over in their car. So I'm <laughs> going to be aware when mm -hmm. I run there. So you calculate sort of everything you can foresee, right? So once you have the clear vision and then once you calculate it, essentially you can run towards it viciously. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like all of a sudden the pieces that you've built prior to that allow you to act viciously. And that's something that, when I'm at my best, I'm being vicious. Mm -hmm. I'm being very fucking clear. You know, it's the same thing as walking to a supermarket. If you walk into a supermarket and you don't know why you're there, you just know you need to get food for the week, you end up buying fucking Pop-Tarts and yeah. stupid shit and, want, and wasting time. You wander down aisles. But if you're very fucking clear in your goal, which is this is my diet, this is what I'm going to eat this week, this is what, you know, this is how many servings of broccoli. Mm -hmm. When you go into the supermarket... Dude, you're a fucking killer, right? Yeah. You have your calculated plan where you walk around the supermarket, you know exactly how much broccoli, you know exactly how much chicken, how much mm -hmm. rice, how much fucking 
whatever you need to get through the week. And you know the next time that you're coming to the grocery store. Like, it's all fucking clear. It's calculated. And, bro, you can get in that grocery store, out of that grocery store. There's no, like, fatigue of questions. There's no picking things up. You're not even comparing prices at that point in time. No. Because you're not like, oh, well, maybe if I didn't do broccoli and instead I did fucking this. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm eating white rice. Or, hey, I'm eating sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just going to buy the cheapest sweet potatoes. I'm not debating on what carbs I'm going to eat this week. So that's essentially what I do. And there's a lot of a lot of other steps and a lot of, uh, we, we went down, we broke down all of those things and like how to best do those things. Then also how to build the best foundation for life. And once you and I sat down and broke it down and got it out of my head, essentially like I wasn't clear, you know? Right. So once I brought myself clarity, I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. So like, much to offer. Even if I execute this plan, like, yes, I'm going to fucking double my revenue. I'm going to simplify my life. I'm gonna, whatever I want to do. Like if I do this program, like there's no way once again, guys, I'm not trying to hard sell you right now. And that's why I'm trying to give you guys enough information right now that if you don't want to sign up for my fucking program or whatever, go do whatever you want. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it brings and I, value. I don't, I don't even know if program would be like, yeah. The and, proper and program word. is not the right word. It's like, access is what you're getting like access to you and your mind like a little bit more mm-hmm. beyond what social yeah. is you yeah. know i mean even keaton last night right like i don't want to tell you the full conversation but he texted me last night and that's the value that i have is the people around me are you texting me something no i'm texting no i thought you were like gonna text me something no i'm asking sammy to grab my notebook because it had everything we wrote down in that. See, I told you we need notebook and you're like, no, Uh, organic conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. Sorry. So that's the thing that I have, right? So like if I have a problem with, uh, if I have a question about real estate, like I have a group of people that I can reach out to. And when I found out like through these questions, because that's why I'm doing these questionnaires on my Instagram stories, because I'm trying to figure out what what people want to know. Yeah. You know, like I have 300, I just went up a thousand, 361,000 followers on Instagram. And when I ask questions, I get thousands and thousands and thousands of questions. Mm-hmm. And like, they're all generally the fucking same. You know, they're all about the same thing. Similar. All, yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah. They're all like. What's like some of the most popular stuff right the now? The most popular one is, um, I have $10,000 to invest. What should I invest in? Really? Yeah. That's, I get that more than anything. For some reason, everyone has $10,000. <laughs> and they're like, what should I invest in? Huh. And my answer is always the same thing. Your fucking self. Yourself. Yeah. Like. How did you, my, my, the, the dude yesterday said he had $60,000 and it's like, bro, how did you get that 60? Cause for the average <laughs> person, doing, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know before starting businesses and launching into this world, like I never had more than $4,000 right? because I had, I was living just right within my means. I had a house, I had a car payment, I had Dana's car payment. I had student loans. I had all those things. Right. And then I had a little bit left over and then I would freelance and do a little bit of hustle work. And that's why I had a little bit of surplus. Right. But like most of my friends have, you know, a thousand dollars in their bank account at the time. So to get $60,000, you're doing something that's generating more money than you need to live. And I was like, what should you lean into the thing that you're doing? That's making you that more got money. you that. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're doing something that gives you a surplus of $60,000, keep fucking doing that, bro. And one of the words I heard the other day was uh, a permission slip mm-hmm. and just telling somebody that they can, right? Like, I think 
you look up to me to an extent, right? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you know, I, a lot of times when you make decisions, you're nervous Mm -hmm. and you just want someone you look up to, to be like, nah, bro, go do that shit. Yeah. And you're like, cool. I know we brought it up. Watch Panamera. Yeah. Like even like you being encouraged to dream about house on the golf course with no asterisk. Mm -hmm. Right. Like even when I got my house, it was the house I'm in now. Yeah. You bought it out from under me, you son of a bitch. Literally. You didn't, you (laughs) passed on it. So I said, I'll take it full cash. Don't even need to see it. And you were like, well, if Rob wants it that bad, maybe I will take it. Yeah. That's why, that's how I impulse bought my house. Uh Uh-huh. That's how you bought your weapon. That's Uh how, that's, I I like, yeah, that was. I like pushing you to do things like that because I know they're good decisions because Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to like, it's like when you're sitting on the couch, right? And the quarterback's about to get sacked. And you're like, look over your shoulder, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a linebacker coming. And, like, he can't see that because he's in the fucking game. He's buried. Mm-hmm. But when you take someone that, like, gets to sit on their couch and watch, decisions are so fucking easy. Yeah. And not only that, Sean Wayland told me the other day, and I'm, dro- I'm dropping his name twice, but he's like, bro, how many millions, how many hundreds of millions of dollars? I don't think I've touched a billion dollars yet. But, like... I've touched hundreds of millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. whether it's incoming, outcoming, uh, whatever I've done, but I've touched hundreds of millions of dollars. I've never thought about it like that, right? Uh Like not what's in your bank account, but where have you moved it? And he's like, and how many mistakes and how much influence and how many different things have you done? Dude, I've, I guess I've done like everything. Yeah. I I have a, I have a business in every single industry. I've had brick and mortars. I've had gyms. I've had, I've made, I, and you know, like even the gym, like, You've had shit not work. I understand gyms now (laughs) because I've made all of the mistakes. Uh Like if I was to go start another gym right now, I feel like it would crush. Yeah. Because I learned everything I needed to, to get fucked. It's the failure through the journey that is what made you like really powerful. Now, realizing all those different things, I was like, yeah, I guess I have been through a lot. Like it's a lot of, essentially like I've put myself through a weird entrepreneur college Mm -hmm. right with supplement lines with gyms with partners with hard money lending with real estate with commercial real estate with airbnbs with online programs with music with record labels with lawyers i've been sued multiple times like i've done a lot of really weird shit i've Mm -hmm. handcrafted my own things i've trademarked i've set up websites i've done photography i've done video i've hired i've tried to figure out how to be an hr i've tried to figure out how to build culture within gyms within the fucking businesses within employees. I've hired, fired. I've Mm -hmm. hired people back. I've hired friends. (laughs) I've gone into business with friends. Like literally I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I have done everything. And then his next question was, and how about your life now, bro? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm trying, man. He's like, fuck you. You have an airplane. You have an airplane hangar. You collect nine 11s. You have multiple commercial buildings. You just built your dream warehouse. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a private gym. You have an amazing relationship, which we haven't started on yet that no one can seem to figure out how to make work as a relationship. And like your relationship seems more complicated and you get your dick kicked in more with your spouse than most people. And you're making it fucking work. You're traveling. You've seen everywhere. You're only doing what you want. He's like, bro, you got the dream life. He's like, you literally have fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't see it as that. Like, I don't see it as like, oh, I have all these wonderful things. Cause like you're buried in it. They're they're. I said it last night on my story. They're all byproducts of what I love. I yeah. love building. I love creating. I love being a businessman because I love bringing creative solutions to problems. Yeah. That's 
why I'm creative, right? Like I grew up creating when I was younger by drawing, by doing art, by doing mm -hmm. graffiti, by sewing, by doing all these things. And once I like changed my medium, I realized, no, no, like my medium is like putting people in different places, problem thinking solved. creatively, yeah. problem solving, marketing, like all of a sudden I'm able to be creative on a large scale. So I've done a lot of really weird shit and to hear somebody else critique it. Once again, I was the quarterback in the game mm -hmm. and he was watching it from the outside, being able to point out like, this is how much money you've moved. This is the influence you've had. Even if it's been behind the scenes with Dana, whatever, this is what you've been through. And this is the life now. He's like, you're more qualified than anybody I fucking know, bro. And I was like, holy shit. Thanks, man. And he's like, I'll help you start your fucking program right now. I'll, I'll do the whole thing for you. you yeah. can, he's like, you can come sit with me. And when I do mine, he's like, I'll sign up for yours. I was like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> cool. Like, and the same thing. That was my, I'm going back to the same word earlier, but permission slip. Yeah. That was the permission slip that I needed from someone else to realize, yes, I'm going to do it. Now, I'm scared to fucking death. <laughs> like... I've been having a hard time sleeping. I haven't told you this, but I've been having a hard time sleeping, thinking about it. I've constantly wanted to say to you, let's push back the date uh -huh. because when's this releasing this podcast? We're, uh, this podcast would be next week. Okay. When are we opening a signups? Could be the day we release this podcast. It could be. Yeah. So like Monday or Tuesday, or at least collecting emails for yeah. it. Yeah. So like I'm fucking scared because like, I don't feel ready, mm -hmm. you know? And, but it's in there. I just, I need to fucking do it. Yeah, and that's just with everything else in the fucking world, bro. It's like, no, you just need to do it, you fucking pussy. Mm -hmm. And and what's the worst that happens? I have to refund everyone. Mm -hmm. But that's but, but then I learn a lot and the next time I crush. Yeah. Where I learn never to do it again. And I think every the what we talked about and what we kind of have planned as to what people would be getting access to. And the big thing that we talked about was like how to structure a life to achieve that yeah. freedom. Is that's like very important. Um, and I think that's what you do. Yeah. And yeah. it's not the same for everyone. And that's the big thing I realized writing it down with you was like, so to me, a direct reflection of how clean my desk is and how clean my truck is, is how my life is going. At that moment? At that moment. Huh. 100%. If you want to read me and figure out where I'm at, if my truck is like it is right now. It's like full of tools and it's sort of a little out of control and my desk has stuff all over it. I'm doing good. Wait, if there is? Yeah. Oh, if it's a okay. little messy. You're, you're saying the opposite of what I no, thought. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, Listen, okay. If it's a little messy, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, like right yeah. now I'm feeling sharp and I'm making moves. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at my journey. It's all peaks and valleys for me, right? So it's all going great. It's all going great. Now it's going to progressively get worse. I'm okay. going to accrue more things all of a sudden. Like, what did I add to my... I added all my grinders and sanders to my truck today. To your truck? Yes. Okay. So, more, just more tools. Um, it's, it has a trailer hooked up to it. Uh -huh. uh, there's that pallet in the back that's there. Like, just stuff that's, like, slowly, like, clinging on to me. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, but I'm still in a good spot. I'm going to get to a point in time where I'm out of control. And that's when it's bad. Where I'm at, like... Yes. Okay. So there's two spots when it's bad. The one spot when it's bad is when it's completely destroyed <laughs> and just covered in shit and dirty. And you're like, wow, Rob's at the end of his rope. The other way to tell that I'm completely out of control is when it's spotless clean. Because then what, <laughs> you're focused on the wrong shit? No, I just realized I hit rock bottom oh. <laughs> and I took like a hard stop and I'm like, okay, I got to clean my truck and I got to clean my desk. Mm -hmm. Now, when that happens, 
it's a really good indicator like, ooh, Rob's at the end of his rope and he's trying to get his shit together. And about to be on the right track. Again. And about to be on the right track. I like so that. that's sort of the, like if you ever see me coming with a like super spotless truck, it's like, ooh, he's going through some shit right now and he's mm-hmm. trying to write it. But that's what I have to do to write it. Now, that might be different for someone else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like me organizing my truck or me organizing my desk, like, no, that's just my hard reset. That's me taking inventory of what the fuck's happening and realizing that at a base level, like emotionally, I need to feel these certain things so I can crush, mm-hmm. right? So that might be something completely different for you. That might be um, having all your Tupperware cleaned and stacked up. Right. That might be, you know, edging your grass, cutting your grass. That might be getting a haircut. Mm. You know, something as stupid as getting a haircut. Like, same thing with me too. You'll notice, like, my hair gets cut when I'm out of control. Mm. So, like, I have all these little checkpoints. And I think for the longest time, I wasn't aware of them. I just, they just were these, everything was sort of out of control. And now it's like, when I'm at the end of my fucking rope, I know exactly what I have to do. Take I have to pull back. Yeah. I have to wake up early. I have to up my cardio. Mm. I have to clean my truck. I have to clean my desk. I have to get to work before everyone else. Mm. So I have some time to think clear before the storm starts. Uh, I have to cut my hair because I need to start feeling better about myself. You know, I normally buy myself a new pair of shoes. You know, so there's all these like little things that I do where it helps like check, 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 check so that I can like get myself back in the right direction. So that's really like micro detailed on one aspect, but we, we've realized all those different aspects throughout the whole program. And that's what we're going to try to help with. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, identifying those triggers. Like, you know what yours are, but it's about identifying those triggers for that person to figure yeah. out for them what it means. <clears throat> For ultimate freedom. Why do you keep making these weird noises? I got like a, I'm not sick, but I drink got like your a drink, dude. I'm drinking. Wait, last time you were like, I'm not sick. You gave Drew COVID. <laughs> hey. What? I, yeah, I don't get sick. I just got like a little mucusy thing. No, I know. You and I are the same thing. Our sick is like, man, my throat feels weird. I'm going to hydrate and then you're good. Yeah. And then everyone else around you like dies of the flu. Yeah. Jesus. Well, not dies, but you know. Drew took a week vacation. It was a week COVID vacation. So anyway, that's what I'm starting. Super nervous about it. Um, I don't think you got to be nervous. No, I don't think so. Whenever I sit down and think about it, yeah. I can get my confidence back. And that's, that's another big thing in this. In this I want to stop saying program, but that's another big thing in Clear, Calculated, and Vicious is the cues to get confidence, right? Because there's a huge difference between confidence and like cockiness and then false confidence. <laughs> I used to talk forever Um, and this is something that Jeff Logan still runs with, which is like false failure. Uh And when you're in the gym and the reps say go to failure, there's like such a wide spectrum of failure. Yeah. There's like the failure where your, your grip fucking falls apart and it tears the calluses and like you drop the deadlift bar. And then there's the failure where you're like, yeah, I think that's enough. And sometimes those are like 30 reps apart. (laughs) <laughs> exactly or more even with real weight right yeah yeah and that's something always watching dana um i've always said like no 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 she knows what failure is like she when she writes failure down and people are like oh she's on drugs she's whatever and it's like no no no, no. watch her train like watch her actually train live yeah. like when she goes to failure like her, she's losing control of her body she's like in trauma it's, it's scary. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, if, I did, if that was my failure, I'd be fucking jacked. Yeah. And so I've always talked about false failure. And just so many people are like, oh, I'm done running. I can't breathe anymore. It's like, well, if you can't breathe, you wouldn't be able to say that. 
<laughs> so shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. right? And I think with confidence, it's the same thing. It's being aware of what your confidence is. It's, it's being clear about your goal. It's being calculated about your goal so that you have the right, uh, you have the right confidence, yeah. you know, not just like that dude that walks in, like we get those emails all the time. Like I can do anything. Let me work for your business. And yeah, those I are the crush. ones I delete right away. And it's like delete, you know, I don't have a skill set, but I can learn anything in five minutes. It's delete. Like, the fact that you just said that delete. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but then there's a real confidence, right? And that's what we're trying to cultivate in this. And that's what I try to cultivate in myself. I don't have all the answers. Mm. 100% don't. And I'm learning new things day to day, right? But I think the best things I ever do is I have conversations with people smarter than me. I have conversations, not even with people smarter than me, but that have been through more shit. Because mm. most of my peers aren't smarter than me. We're all like literally a bunch of multi-millionaire idiots. Some of them are billionaires and they're fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. And we like laugh about it. We're like, we're all fucking idiots. Like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. Um, and I think that it's a lot of it's access to that and it's figuring out how to share that. And when people ask questions, answering questions in a different voice, right? Yeah. Like there's some people that have a lot of answers and I just can't listen to them. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, I can't, I don't even understand what you're saying. You're not speaking my language. And I think I have a very unique bro-y fucking bro you know, not accent, but like way of saying things that sometimes you're like, oh, I get that. It resonates differently. Resonates. And I think being creative, being artistic and the background and track record that you have allows you to relay these things to people better. So now what? What do you mean? So we're know. going to launch this website. I feel like I, I feel like this. We're going to do some really cool exclusive stuff on there. I think what I don't like this is right now. I don't want to. I want to stop it right now because it feels like we're hard selling. Oh, uh, we're not hard selling. All right, we're, we're, we're explaining about? it. I'm explaining I had, it. I have a new goal. You you have a new goal? Yeah, it's a a step to a goal that I don't know if we talked about last time, but see how we've been talking about like the four day work week. Oh whoa! I have a new goal. We've that talked is about a it a step. Lot. This is a step to that. Are you ready? I don't know. Because this is a big deal for me. Goals uh, are You already kind of know it because we already started talking about it this week. Midday training sessions. Midday training sessions. <sighs> yeah. I think that could be a good step at some point in the future. Maybe it's a 2022 goal where okay. we train at 11 or 12 every day. Who's we? Whoever. Or I don't know. Not whoever. But yeah, wh- so whatever we... Whatever is decided. So we, cause like you, you came in yesterday. I was already here training. You yeah. came in and you were like, fuck, I got like rush and train legs. So I'm done by seven forty. You don't have to be done by seven forty five, but like, it's that mentality of like, well, yeah, I, I don't want to be training when everyone else starts work. Right. Which is why like, I make sure I get here early, but like yeah. with what the brand is working toward and what the brand stands for, shouldn't that just be part of the brand? Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that uh, well, it's, it's a it, great goal because the thing with all of these goals is you break it down. And they're all doable. <laughs> well, no, that, so that's doable, right? Yeah, we but can do you, it But you right look now. at like, okay, so why do I have to be done training at 8 a.m.? To be upstairs in my office before the staff gets here. Because, and also because like, I don't know if the culture's, the culture's not right here. The culture's not understood that I should be able to train at noon. It's not even I should be able to, 
you know, thing. It, it's, it's, well, we need to structure with more rules to make up for the lack of culture that we have in some sports. Yeah. Now we have culture and it's not horrible. Mm-hmm. I always talk in like these ultimates, like everything's fucked. One way or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not the case. Right. Um, because this came about the other day because yeah. Monday was uh, Labor Day? I don't know, some kind of holiday Monday, people celebrate. Yeah, Monday was Labor Day or whatever. So everyone was out of office and we all came in. To work. At 11 and we trained and then we worked. And this is that's when we did all the clear calculated vicious stuff. We sat down and had a meeting or whatever. Uh, and that's why I was like, it'd be cool to train this time every day. Yeah. So. Well, it feels good because in the morning too, like it's great for thinking. Mm-hmm. Like I love cardio, I love sauna, all those things in the morning, but it is hard for me to get moving. What like, like it's, uh, it's hard to do like it. heavier lifts? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I just sometimes I've been like the one hour that I had, or not an hour, the like half hour to forty five minutes that I have before training while I'm here, yeah. and like ripping on the computer, I've gotten like some of. I don't want to say my best work, but like some of like my most productive work, like the whole clear calculated and vicious site was built Tuesday morning when I got here before I started training legs. Bro, when I get, when I get messages from you prior to 5.15 in the morning, you know, there's something. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. because I'm like, fuck, he's going to hit me with something that's like incredible. It's weird. It's usually shit that like comes to me while I'm not, I don't want to say while I'm sleeping, but just like overnight. And then I get in and I just have to like execute. I have to dump it yep. out of my head on yeah. the Photoshop or whatever. It's a lot of when my clearest ideas come. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another reason why I get to work so early and I train so early is because I feel like the real shit hasn't started yet. So I can be, my thoughts are Ahead very clear. My, I'm, I'm, I'm not stressed about, um, anything yet. You know, yeah. I'm like, no, I just have to get to work and lift and I can start like, you know, thinking and, and, mm-hmm. and going over problems and just solving simple problems. And yeah, that like 30 minutes prior to training has been like some of my most productive time. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering because like today I stretched it a little bit because today was not a training day. It was just a cardio day. Yep. So I had more time on my computer before I came down to the gym. And I was like, I wonder like this productivity block that we have right here of say X amount of minutes. I wonder if it's only that X amount of minutes because I know that's all I have. Or I wonder like if I stretch this out and I'm not worried about training, starting training at 6 a.m. And I let it roll to 6.15. If this 30 minutes of productivity could stretch to 45 minutes. And today it did. And I was like, oh, that was pretty sick. And like, I just wonder what that limit is. So for me, I, that clicked a little while ago, but they're called seasons for me. What do you mean? So there's a few things that, I picked up that I really love, which is singular moments and seasons. Okay. And it helped me classify, it helped me classify things in my life to understand them better. Right. So a singular moment, we're in a singular moment right now, you and me. Like it's happening. It's present. It's happening. We're not thinking about, you're not thinking about what your staff's doing. I don't care what Drew's doing. It might be raining outside. Who fucking cares? Uh-huh. You and I are just in this moment. This is the only thing that happened. It's a single moment, right? Okay. It's a block of time. That's ours that nothing fucking matters. As soon as we walk out, completely ruined, and we have to focus on what's on fire outside these doors. But right now, we're in a singular moment. So I've been trying to focus on being like, no, 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 brain. This is a singular moment. And if I can identify it, it's, it's like realizing that all of my responsibilities are just waiting for me outside that door. Oh, which is well, fine. that's not a good feeling then, right? No, 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 which is fine. But it's like, no, I'll address them when I walk out the door. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I don't, en- enjoy I don't what you're bring in the them okay. into the moment with me. Okay. But that way, I know... 
that I'm going to address them. I just know that it's not right now. You're not just hiding them or forgetting Ex- about or them. Or they're not in the room creeping around, not thinking about them. Okay. Like, literally, it's not in my head right now. So singular moments for me are very enjoyable or they're very productive. Like we had a singular moment Monday because there's nobody else in there. It was mm-hmm. just you, me, and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my new assistant. And we were just writing on the whiteboards, dude. Yeah, we yeah. weren't thinking about like being hungry. We weren't thinking uh-huh. about like cutting the grass. We were in that moment. Now that helped me out a lot. Just that word being able to classify it. The other thing is uh, seasons, right? And for me, I'm extremely passionate. Mm-hmm. I love sh- like let's say the shiny object syndrome, which is where like you want to do everything, and you get really passionate. You get really obsessed with certain things, and I love that about myself. Like I love that you do the same thing. So that's what seasons are. So it's a season. So like for example, you went through a season which was. Um, uh, Muay Thai. Oh, I see what you're saying. Muay Thai's okay. over now, right? So uh-huh. you look at it as like fall. Okay. And like then after fall, you moved on to the guitar. Uh-huh. And your guitar was your winter, right? And now you're moving on to what seems like bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Uh-huh. I was going to say business, but uh-huh. uh, I mean, <laughs> business but, but is it seems always like there. You're a, but it seems like you're a lot more focused with yeah, these yeah, projects, yeah. right? So like this is your current season. So for me, that's it's worked really well with training. Because I go through like three months of like hardcore Dan mm-hmm. and waking up earlier and earlier, or I go through like three months of running 5k now or five, I was running five miles a day. And then all of a sudden I feel guilty because I don't want to run five miles anymore. I want to do something else, right? Like I want to, I started training back up with Dan and then I went through a bodybuilding phase mm-hmm. and I've realized that like, oh, I used to feel guilty because when I say I run five miles a day, I want to do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, like you feel like once you put it out there, like you have you have to. You have to do it forever. Uh-huh. And then when you stop doing it, you feel a failure. like a failure. But there's no like end on it. So the season is... And no one really cares. <laughs> Except for myself. I care <laughs> right, about everything right. way too much. So what I've realized now is like... So entering into the next season right now, which is... It's a weird season to say. Are you about to say what I think you're about to say? I have to sleep in. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're about to say. But my next season is, is honestly like, I'm going to have to start coming in, like sleeping in and coming in 8am. Why? Because the, what Dana's going through right now, I oh, think she needs okay. me to do that. Yeah, so yeah, Dana, yeah. once again, if nobody's called up, Dana's Graves disease. It just reentered her life. It's being weird um, and aggressive. And she's essentially stressed out and she wakes up with like extreme anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her heart rates at like 120 when she wakes up. And I think that like when I rush out of the house, she feels like she has to rush to work okay. to like be here too. So dude, if you, if you, if, if you can, first of all, if you can't get to work by 8am, like that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've been getting to work at eight, but like my morning is so like, it's so relaxed. There's so many different things. Um, but I think it's just the season that I have to be in right now when normally I'd be like, Oh my God, this weekend I'm so fucked up. I'm coming in late. Yeah. But like, no, so I'm just entering my season where I'm going to train in the afternoon and I'm going to take care of Dana for a little while. Yeah. Your priorities change. Yeah. But I'm not guilty for not running five miles. Right. I'm not guilty for not training with Dan. Like I'm able to classify it for myself as a season. Mm. And then when she gets better, I'm going to go back into my other season, which might be getting here at 3am. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But I'm like, down for that. It's not a forever thing. Right. Yeah. So those are the two things that help singular moments and seasons. Did you make that up? No, um, I mean, I've, I never heard that. I've worked through them in my own head. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. 
I think I heard singular moments from Sean. Okay. And then I heard seasons from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, all regurgitated same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard seasons multiple times. Yeah. Uh, it's just the it's the same thing we talked about. It's your way of presenting it your, and yeah, exactly. saying it and exactly. coining it with. A and term. I'm not even sure if I explained it the same way that the whoever said it to me meant to say it. I mean, it resonated fine with me. And that's what I took it, and it made sense. And then I elaborated on myself. Yeah. Like that's I think the first time I've ever explained it out loud, other than in my head. So. Yeah, I don't know. I like that. Are you a morning person? Yeah. 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 I think, do you, were you always a morning person? Yeah. Really? Yep. So my dad trained me. My dad used to wake up at 4 a.m. And he would come in and he wouldn't use the bathroom upstairs because he didn't want to wake my mom up. You had two bathrooms? Yeah. Damn. I know. We, we, we you know, out there, lower middle class, crushing it. Oh, yeah. You grew up in like a, where were you? Westchester? In the woods. Yeah. I was from the streets. We so, only had one bathroom. So my parents had a bathroom and then I had like, my bedroom was weird. It was like off of the kitchen. Was that a gong? That, that was the undertaker. <laughs> it sounded exactly <laughs> like the undertaker. Jesus. I don't know if that translated onto here, but it sounded weird. Wait, um, so you lived in the kitchen? No, no, no. So it was, we- dude, my, my, my room was so weird. So there was. God, I could just picture. Just don't even do this yet. Just explain to me your room, please. Like, what's on the walls? What's on the oh, cabinets? Covered with what? Um, like really vividly. Like, what are your bed sheets? Cause like I can't picture a young Rob Bailey's bedroom. Okay, so I used to cut up magazines. Okay, and then hang everything I liked all over. It's like the walls. grade school. Yeah. So like, I was inspired by. Um, do you know like? Let me let me think. How I put it like a South Street. Um, record store, almost like a, uh, this is what I would imagine would be a, a bathroom in, yeah. in South street, like uh-huh. where every inch of everything's covered in graph, yeah. like and the fuck. bulldog bathroom, <laughs> that's naked women. Yeah. But, um, but no, I could picture it. Yeah. But like that. So like I was really into BMX. I was really into white zombie. Um, so like I used to draw, uh, you know, big fucking graph murals and things like that. So it was like a mixture of graph, my artwork, uh, photos that I liked, um, album Cause covers. you weren't like action figures, toys. You weren't that no, no, person, no, 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 right? No, 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 no. I was, I was music, sports, not even sports, nothing sports related was hung up on the wall. It was all like action sports. Damn, so like I was like the opposite. BMX, things like that. Um, and I just wanted to customize my whole entire room. I had a couch. In your um, bedroom? Yep. Couch in my bedroom. How that big was, was like, your bedroom? It was half the size of this room. Jeez. Okay. So it wasn't big. Yeah. It yeah. just, I fit a lot in there. Um, I had a, a dresser that I drew all over. I drew, so any furniture that I had that I could do artwork on, I, I would do artwork and I would, um, Joy probably loved that. So the last Exorcisto albums from the eighties from uh-huh. Rob Zombie or white zombie at the time. Um, I got into that really heavy. I just loved white zombie. Uh-huh. They were like the first metal ish or whatever the fuck you want to call them that I liked. So I used to mimic a lot of their artwork and I would draw all over every inch of everything. <laughs> um, do you have a TV? Your bedroom? No, 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 fuck no. That'd be crazy. Um, let me think what else I had. Uh, Did you have like a trash can with like a basketball hoop on it for when you threw your trash nope, in it? Nope, no, no trash can. Um, I had a, yeah, a dresser and a desk. Um, I had a sewing machine because I sewed in my, in my, in my bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think what else I had. I could picture it. I could picture it's like the, it's a, it was chaos. It's dude. a movie where the kid is, 
just reckless and he doesn't listen. Yeah, and it wasn't cool looking. <laughs> like it was nothing was organized. Yeah, there was like an element of like I almost wanted to look like I didn't give a fuck. Okay, it was just chaos, dude. It was chaos. There was like disassembled BMX bikes in there. Um, everything sounds wild. It was like almost like very hoarderish of things that I liked. That's fine. Yeah, it was cool. So at a even at a young age, your messy bedroom displayed your mood. It was always messy. And then once I would feel like I would feel like nothing was everything was like out of control, I would rearrange my entire See? room. So, so I would move my bed. I moved my I, I rearranged my, my room once once a month. Yeah. Damn. You still do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So remember then, at the old so warehouse. So me moving <laughs> offices. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I that's what I would do. Every every month I would need to like change everything. You're not gonna be able to do oh, you will be able to do that here. Yeah, my my office is big enough. Oh, no, that or you just move to your remote office at the hangar, mm-hmm. which is going to be sick. Yeah, thanks, man. Because that's where I'm going to go for naps. So that's what my bedroom looked like when I was a kid. That's cool. Yeah, man. Thank you. Mine was very different. What was yours like? Toys. I shared a bedroom with my older brother, then I shared a bedroom with my younger brother, and then I had my own bedroom. How big was it? Less than half the size of this room. So smaller than mine. Yeah. I grew up in a row home. We only had three bed, one bath, and they were all small. Okay. Like my office now is bigger than any bedroom I ever had other than the house I'm in. Your right office now. is really big right now. Yeah. Not to be a dick. But like your <laughs> office your office is bigger than your guest room at your house. Oh, yeah. I guess that's Bro, a Bro, your office is <laughs> huge. It's bigger than my living room too. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. But uh, Don't compare anything to how big your I, office is. I know. Is. That your was a weird. Your office is huge. Um, a lot of action figures. We had like a cheap little TV. I slept on a mattress on the floor. And Same. that's like not a way of being like struggle. We had bunk beds. And then we realized that the bunk beds were like taking up a lot of the room. So what we did was. Wait, who made these decisions? You and your brother? Me and my parents? little brother. Okay. Then my I parents love- like had ultimate say, but they were always down for whatever. I was like oddly in control of my room too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like draw on any of the walls or anything, but I definitely had like drawings hanging up that were like in frames, trophies, baseballs. Yeah. I was a big bobblehead collector. I believe it. Like big bobblehead collector. And that was like my wait, thing. Wait, 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 wait. You said big twice. How many? Uh-huh. Uh, so before I started. Because when you said big, I pictured like 20. No, it was more than 20. Really? Yeah. Before I started, so like now I don't say I'm into them anymore, but Funkos have been, mm. Funko Pops have been like my thing for a while um, until they, Funko ruined it by mass producing everything and just ruining the fucking market. Um, so as a kid, it started with collecting bobbleheads. Like I didn't collect Pokemon or baseball cards. I collected Pogs. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember Pogs? Yeah. Slammers and shit. So like if you would have collected Pokemon, you'd be retired by now since you get so into Probably. everything. Yeah. yeah. You have Charizards all over the place. It'd be crazy. Yeah. And then the bobbleheads. Oh, so we took the bunk beds down because it was just taking up too much real estate. And then we used the top bunk as the main bed and then slid the mattress underneath. So every night when we went to bed, I would just pull the mattress out. You know what I'm saying? So. To make room for what? Dance parties? Yeah, like just more activities and stuff. Like we're playing video games in there and play video games growing up oh, I've got, I guess yeah. Did, yeah video games are like my thing uh i don't think video games are as harmful as people make them out to be i think it's great if they're used in the right way and i think in a lot of ways video games have cultivated my creativity and my problem solving abilities 
Why are you reading a script right now? I'm not. That's just on top of my... Because I have a strong stance on video games. Like, a lot of people, I think the culture... Or the culture is changing a little bit, but I know back in the day it was like, oh, kids shouldn't be playing video games and they shouldn't be playing Grand Theft Auto and all this shit. And it's like, I don't know. If I want to have fun with a hooker and then kill her and take my money back and then steal this guy's car, I'm, I should have the freedom to do that. But a lot of it is problem solving. Video games are not bad. It's the parents not knowing how to utilize video games with the kids that are bad. So that's all. Um, <laughs> so else? wait, 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 wait. I don't think, I don't think necessarily anything is bad. Cause like I listened to some ruthless music growing up, right? What's ruthless music? Like corn? Na- Napalm death. I never even heard of that. No? Uh-uh. Look him up. I never even heard of White Zombie. I don't even know what the fuck you were talking about. Really? Yeah. Is that like Rob Zombie? So Rob Zombie had a, br- had a band called White Zombie. And then he did his own thing? And then, yeah, I guess like late 90s. When did he make movies? Late 90s. After music, right? Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't make of, music anymore, does he? I don't know. Huh. I don't really follow him. Did you ever see him live? Yeah. Really? Yep. Was that crazy? It was good. It was... It was one of those shows that was just like big, like a lot of fire. A Where'd lot you see him at? Tweeter Center? Somewhere in, in Philadelphia. I don't know. Electric Factory? I get driven there by uh, some weird guy's dad, some kid's dad. <laughs> I don't remember. Like my parents wouldn't take me and stuff like that. What was the last concert you were at? FitCon. Oh yeah, shit. Damn, huh? that's the last concert I was at too. Well, look at us just throwing concerts. What about before that? August Burns Red or something? Oh, yeah, I guess I've been to a bunch of August Burns Red show with Jake. Um, Prior prior to that, I think we, the last one was, and this will date me. um, Insane Clown Posse? No, I've never been there. That's a weird one. Uh, For today. Why is that date you was at? No, wait. As I lay dying. Wait. No, for today. And then. How's that date? Aren't they still a band? No. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm he, not into that scene. Uh, he went off and did like preacher, like he's a full-time preacher now. Like uh-huh. he just rips about God. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, want to call mm-hmm. it? We're right in an hour. That was a perfect amount That was an hour? Yeah, dude. It time really? rips when your time flies when you're in a singular moment. I want to stay in this moment because I know outside is a season? No. Outside no. is a storm. Outside I'm living in Outside is the undertaker. Dung. You heard that. That Dung. was crazy. What do you think that was? I know exactly what it was. Rhett? No. It was a ping pong ball hitting the railing. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which dude. means someone's getting ready for me right. because I think Let's I have, a, I think I have a match. You know what I ordered today? today? What? Foosball. Oh, really? No. I, I think she ordered it yesterday. No, the Kingspin. I ordered that. The what? Kingspin. What's it called? Oh, kick? I don't know. Dude. I, I think. Did you check with her? No, she sent it to me. I, oh, okay, I ordered okay, it with okay. my Amazon points. I also brought the one from my house so we can get like warmed up. That'd be sick. Let's go unload it. We we got to get a... Uh, no, we don't need one of those. We don't need anything. We have everything. You're right. This is great. We need some better sound in this room and then that's it. We have to decorate a little bit too. And I need lunch. Already? I didn't Oh yeah, eat. you didn't eat earlier. Yeah. You just had almonds. I had, yeah, a little pack of almonds. Earlier. Look how sad that pack is. Only 100 calories though. And that beverage. The weird mixture of stuff you made me drink. Uh huh. You look better already, though. Really? Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Anytime. Don't worry All about right. it. Say good night. Good night.